Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Well, welcome to the program, and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldia, and uh, it's that time again. Yes, indeedy. Another week has gone by. We're all still here. Uh, I've got a fresh cup of coffee in hand. Uh, This, I think it's hazelnut. I don't know. We have, uh, uh, you know... In our kitchenette area at the office, we have a microwave nobody uses, a giant bowl of K-cups, uh, I guess when whenever a, a machine, a Keurig breaks down for anybody, they just bring the old K-cups from home, uh, and uh, apparently somebody had hazelnut. I don't know, uh, not, not a fan, but I just grabbed one and brewed a cup because it was that time. And uh, I didn't want to keep anyone waiting, even though it's a recorded program. Uh, it's uh, it, Gino is somewhere uh, off in, uh, I, I think uh, his uh, daughter-in-law is about to give birth. Uh, so I think he's on his way to see the baby. Uh, and so uh, I didn't want to keep him waiting. So hazelnut it is. Eh, you know, it, it, it can't all be just you know, dark, black, rich coffee. Sometimes it has to look like tea and taste worse. Uh, But that's okay. I'm still highly caffeinated because uh, it's only 10 a.m. here in Wisconsin. Uh, We are recording today, May the 11th, the year of our Lord, 2023, just in case you were wondering. Uh, And like I said, uh, there are things afoot. Uh, I I don't even know where to start. I apparently there was a town hall meeting last night. Uh, and uh, the former president, uh, Donald John Trump, uh, was his usual self. And the thing that I found interesting, I, I, I didn't watch it. I didn't listen to it. Uh, you already know my position. You already know my opinion on the entire thing. If they manage to get one through the goalposts the first time, that's it. Uh, they, they now know how to do it. And uh, in order to insulate themselves and, uh, you know, be able to repeat the situation over and over again, the voting machines that were uh, questioned or that were doubted as far as their, uh, you know, inability to uh, sway votes or transfer votes uh, went ahead and they what? They sued Fox News. Uh, Fox News capitulated. They paid a bunch of money. Uh, so that's not going to be an issue again because uh, it's it's all about setting a tone. It's all about setting a precedent. And right now the precedent is this. If you question the veracity of Dominion, if you question the veracity of the voting machines, uh, then they going to sue you. And most people don't like getting sued. Uh, they, they don't like showing up in court. They don't like having to shower and put on deodorant and a clean shirt uh, just to go and uh, fight a behemoth. Uh, And and that's the problem uh, that that we're going to have going forward. I know there's still there's still some of you, the rising Phoenix crowd. God bless you. 
Uh, I, I applaud your uh, enthusiasm, but as the old saying goes, sometimes we have to be realistic about these things. As I said, the thing that I found off-putting is uh, the same individuals uh, that are all in on disfiguring children before they become teenagers, that are all in on post-birth abortion, uh, basically the baby's born and you don't like its hair or you don't like its eye color, kill it. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the people that are practicing uh, things that God abhors, uh, all of a sudden uh, are, are so morally superior to everyone else that every word that is said, uh, even if it has a connotation of being inappropriate and not highbrow, uh, they, they, they fuss and, and, and fiddle and, oh, can you believe he said that? Uh, apparently this, this lady that had sued the man had named her cat after a body part. It wasn't her that was being called into question for naming her cat her body part. It was the fact that he repeated the name of the cat within the context of this woman's crazy. She sued me. What else can I say? Uh, so I found that interesting. Uh, you know, when, when someone like uh, a, a pronounced and self-identified homosexual as Anderson Cooper can come out and, and uh, clutch his pearls uh, after referring to the conservative crowd, I guess is the best way I can put it, as teabaggers, and if you don't know what that term means, God bless you, it's better that you don't. Uh, if you do, then you exactly know what, what, what the connotation is. So after this man referred to anyone that, that you know, promotes life, that, that yeah, yeah, maybe you shouldn't kill babies. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's something that a civil society shouldn't do. Uh, if you're on that train, then, then Anderson Cooper, Cooper thinks you're, you're that. Because that's where his mind goes to, because that's what he practices, because he is an avowed homosexual. Uh, when, when a person like that claims the moral high ground, that's, that's when you just shrug your shoulders and go, nope. Because this is what they're, it, it's, it's situational morality is what these people practice. Whenever it's in their best interest to pretend as though they're moral human beings, because they are pretending, none of them are. They're, they're, no, Any, anybody that goes, yeah, we, we, you know, unless the baby can crawl away, you should, you should be able to kill it. Anybody that has that position automatically is not a moral human being. I don't care how you cut it. I know the, 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 the Beth Moore fans, but what about in case of incest or rape? That is so minimal, 0.01% if that. And, and to, to allow for the murder of millions of babies off of that, 0.01%. Come on. Grow up. I know. I, it, 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 stop. Look, one day, you will stand before God. One day, I will stand before God. And when we stand before God, an all-knowing God, omniscient, big word, omniscient is all-knowing. Look, none, none of the parsing of words, none of the word salad, none of the obfuscation, None of them, well, you know, but I was thinking about the girl. No, 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 no. God knows the truth of it. 
He knows that the words coming out of your mouth when you're claiming the moral high ground. How can we imagine having a man like this be president again? Oh, my. All of that out the window. God sees the intent of the heart. Your words don't matter. The fact that you try to justify your position won't matter because God will know the truth of it. So that's, that's the only thing, because I was, I was going through the news this morning as I was drinking my first of many cups of coffee, uh, and, and, and that was the big takeaway, that uh, all, all the newscasters, including uh, Anderson Cooper, uh, and all the other ones that are just, just despicable, dirty, nasty human beings. I mean, I, it, it's a stretch to even call them human beings right now. Uh, all of these people <gasps> suddenly became moralists. So, you know, I, at this point, I don't care who you vote for. Uh, personal feeling, I don't think it's going to matter because they're going to find a way to continue this downward spiral into destruction, because the one thing we could be doing as a nation we choose not to do, which is repent. Uh, but don't influenced by, by talking heads on television pretending to be moralists. If that's the thing that influences you, then I'm, I'm sad for you. You don't, you don't understand the game that's being played. So that, that's that. Now, I was thinking about this this morning. I... Somebody forwarded me a video, and this is, this is, this is how it all started. Uh, so, there, there's a new game. Uh, there's a new sport. It's actually a sport. Not a game, but a sport. Uh, if you haven't seen it uh, and you don't want to go down a rabbit hole, just take my word for it. The, the new sport is called power slapping. Uh, and what it entails, basically, is two grown adults, uh, you know, at this point, it's like two women and two men. Uh, it, it's not, it, there, there hasn't been a, a transgender power slap uh, athlete that stands up there pretending to be a woman while a man uh, slapping women. I'm sure it's coming. It's going to be the most hilarious thing. Uh, but, but what power slap is, is, is basically each one takes a turn slapping the other person across the face and the way you win is if the other person passes out and i was thinking to myself because we we think of ourselves in this present generation we we are so self-delusional we, we we believe our own hype so much that we think we are the pinnacle of intelligence we think we are the pinnacle of wisdom. We, 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 we see ourselves and fancy ourselves as being above all those that came before us in intellect and intelligence. And I'm, I'm thinking there because uh, my, my oldest daughter uh, took chess uh, in school this uh, past semester, and she actually, she, she was actually chess champion uh, of, of the chess club. She beat a boy that was two years her senior uh, in the finals. Uh, and apparently she made him cry, which, you know, it's my kid. What do you expect? Even, even my girls have more masculinity than most boys nowadays, which is scary. We could talk about it. Have you seen the, the, the testosterone levels of uh, yeah, anybody under 30 nowadays? 
I know. See, depopulation's a thing, and it's not going to be, uh, even though they're trying uh, through abortion, uh, but that's a different story altogether. I know. Uh, we got kids listening. I'm sorry, but uh, testosterone is a word in Webster's Dictionary. Uh, so, yes, uh, my, my eight-year-old uh, beat a 10-year-old chess. She checkmated him, and he cried. Uh, but I was thinking back on this. Uh, the people that we consider beneath us, the people that we consider uh, nothing more than knuckle-draggers, they invented games like chess and, and backgammon and even Risk or Scrabble. You know, just, just games that, that required you to think, games of strategy, games of forethought and planning ahead. And now this generation the one that thinks itself superior to everyone else, the best they can come up with is power slap. Have you considered that, that we sailed the oceans and charted new lands with nothing more than what the stars in a sextant as our guide? And now you have people driving off of piers or into the ocean because their GPS told them to do it. Let that sink in. Ask yourself, are we really smarter as we claim to be than those that came before us? Because by the way things are looking, if, if this is the new sport, if slap uh, or power slap, it's just people slapping each other's faces. It, look, I know you're going to look it up, and, and you're probably going to be on YouTube for the better part of an hour because they do the slow motion thing. Uh, where, where they like frame by frame it. And this isn't, this isn't a light slap. You can see their entire jaw and face just move. And I'm sitting there going, this is the pinnacle of human intellect. Huh. Very interesting. So that's, that's what I was considering uh, last night and this morning as, as I was just, you know, looking through the news and seeing what's happening. Now, Another thing that is worth noting, and for those of you that uh, go, well, why do you talk about, you know, the banking and everything? Because eh, most of you have bank accounts. And you need to understand what is happening uh, so that you take steps to protect yourself. There's, there's actually, uh, who is it? A former banking regulator that just came out and said, protect your bank accounts now. I, a day late and a dollar short, kiddo. But still, thanks for the advice. We'll get into that too. Now, the thing I wanted to point out, and it's important, is that 720-odd banks in these United States, and this is uh, the, 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 the U.S. Fed. It's not like I made this up. It's not like... Some guy sitting there in, in, a, in a dirty wife beater, uh, you know, trying to crack a window in his basement because he had hard-boiled eggs that morning, uh, came up with. This is, this is from the U.S. Fed. 722 banks reported unrealized losses exceeding 50% of their capital. Let, let, let that marinate, as it were, while I sip from my not-so-delicious beverage. Oh, not good. But 
It's caffeinated. 722 banks reported unrealized losses exceeding 50% of their capital. Uh, By their capital, they mean your capital. Because uh, banks can only function when people put money into them. And then the banks, uh, you know, quote unquote, make investments. Well, those investments, uh, unrealized. So if they were to have to sell everything to give you your money back, uh, it would be a 50% haircut of the capital that was deposited. So if you think the banking crisis is over, who we dodged a bullet. Keep telling you, you ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, by the way, you know, PacWest, the one we talked about two weeks ago, uh, their, their deposits are down by like 10% and their shares are still tumbling. Uh, how, how many banks can uh, JP Morgan buy before they go no mas? That's the question, isn't it? Uh, another thing that is, let's just say troublesome. See, I'm, I'm trying to use uh, non-aggressive verbiage. Uh, repeat bankruptcy filings. That's, that's not like a first time, but repeat. Bankruptcy filings are up at the fastest pace since 2009. And we, even, we haven't even gotten into the whole car loan debacle yet. We haven't even gotten into what the higher interest rates mean for real estate. Uh, but those things are obvious. So the case study that Bloomberg, I know, see, credible sources, not the guy in the wife beater. In October 2020, Acorn Operating Company, LLC, announced its emergence from Chapter 11 bankruptcy as the beginning of an exciting new chapter. Aren't they all, though? Every business that decides to restructure, every business that declares bankruptcy, every business that shutters, what, 700 stores in a day? By the way, if you like the Whopper, you should probably go have one before all the Burger Kings go under. They're closing down like 400 restaurants. Uh, But, again, uh, Acorn Operating Company, LLC, uh, (laughs) announced uh, the beginning of an exciting new chapter. Apparently, it was a short chapter. Because less than three years later, the generic U.S. drug maker ran out of money and laid everyone off. Is back in bankruptcy court, this time to be sold for parts. It's one of the 12 firms this year to seek bankruptcy protection for a second or even a third time after initial attempts at court-supervised rehabilitation failed. So-called Chapter 22 filings, industry slang for repeat bankruptcies, are piling up at the fastest rate since the Great Recession, according to bankruptcy data. The trend is both a sign of how fragile the U.S. economy has become and a failure of the bankruptcy system considered among the best in the world. Uh, But hey, don't be concerned about all that. Things are great. Jerome Powell said so. And, and, and so did Janet Yellen. And Janet Yellen's bragging about, well, 
we're, we're the strongest economy since forever. There, it's never been this strong. Uh, Madam Yellen, uh, allow me to be skeptical of your honesty. Let's just leave it at that. And you're thinking to yourself, as a reasonable, logical individual, hey, thankfully, it can't get any worse. Oh, do you think so? Uh, There is something uh, called Title 42 that was implemented by the previous administration, uh, and it's not that it worked but at least it helped to stagger the tide of just oncoming people. I've said before, but again, there's first-time listeners to this program, surprisingly, that go, why do you hate immigrants? I don't hate immigrants. I'm an immigrant. My family came to America in 1984 as immigrants. It took us the better part of three months in Italy to get the paperwork together to be allowed to come to the U.S., we had to have a sponsor, which was back then a Romanian church, that guaranteed we would not become burdens to the state for five years. There were a lot of hoops to jump through in order to be able to set foot on American soil. I have no problem with legal immigration. I have no problem with people that are a net asset to the country coming here. If you're a doctor, a surgeon, uh, if, you, if you know how to chuck shellfish, even, God bless. But if you have absolutely no skills, no monetizable skills, And if you are of military age, and the moment you cross into the U.S., you do naughty things that are illegal here, uh, allow me to not be so gracious about uh, the immigration. Oh, by the way, uh, because words no longer mean anything, uh, uh, Mexican white supremacists, uh, in, in Texas, shot up a whole bunch of people. And, and again, uh, how you know what? Yes, he can. Even though he's fully Mexican, he can be a white supremacist too. Uh, oh, uh, by the way, I know, we're, we're, we're just rabbit trailing here, but they, they still haven't released the manifesto uh, of the transgender person in Nashville. Uh, dollars to donuts. Why do you think that is? Is it because uh, it was filled with pleas for tolerance and acceptance? Nah. <laughs> now, Title 42. At least it staggered the flow. Guess what? No mas, as they would say in California. Biden's DHS, which is the Department of Homeland Security. Ha. Yeah. Uh, prepares to free border crossers directly into the U.S. communities once Title 42 ends. Bravo, bravo. You thought it was bad? Look, they're estimating 10,000 people a day crossing the border already. 
In 10 days, you got 100,000. In 100 days, you got a million. So you're, you're basically at 3.5 million people a year, but somehow we're still being told that the number of illegals in the U.S. is only about 20 million. Maybe in the 80s. President Jose Biden's Department of Homeland Security is preparing to release border crossers and illegal aliens directly into American communities when Title 42, one of the administration's only remaining border controls, ends on Thursday. In 2020, in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, former President Donald Trump invoked Title 42 at the United States-Mexico border to ensure that federal immigration officials could quickly return illegal aliens to their native countries for the sake of public health. To date, more than 2.5 million illegal aliens have been removed from the U.S. after crossing the border, thanks to Title 42. Well, as of today, it's done. Uh, Look, I... Even, even, even people that like redefining words have to see this as, as a slow-moving invasion. I don't care who you are. In, in three years, because it's 2023, in three years they turned away 2.5 million illegal aliens because of Title 42. Uh, yeah, all those people now uh, are, are probably, likely, coming back and they're bringing friends Biden's DHS is now preparing a memo that will direct Customs and Border Protection to begin releasing migrants into the United States without court dates or the ability to track them according to three sources familiar with the plans look again American prophetic um, I don't want this to happen I pray it doesn't happen when you have millions of people crossing into a country without so much as a how do you do, could you perhaps envision that some individuals of ill will, desirous and intending of doing harm to America and its citizens, uh, might blend into the crowd and make their way across as well? Just remember that. Somebody timestamp it. When we start seeing these things come to pass, well, remember somebody told you before it happened. The Biden administration began releasing migrants without court dates to alleviate overcrowding in March 2021, but has previously enrolled those migrants in a program known as the Alternatives to Detention. Yeah, it's called deportation. The alternative to detention should be deportation. I'm sorry, you are here illegally. That means you are not abiding by the laws of these United States of America. Which required them to check in on a mobile app. Now, if these people have nothing but their shirt on their back, how exactly do you expect them to check in on a mobile app? You're going to steal an iPhone from an old lady and check in? Stop it. The new policy would release them on parole with a notice to report to an Immigration and Customs Enforcement Office, but without enrolling them in the program. 
we're already breaking and we haven't hit the starting line, one DHS official told NBC News, speaking on the condition of anonymity. No kidding, because if it wasn't on the condition of anonymity, uh, I don't know, he'd, he'd probably be charged with insurrection or something. I can't. Look. There's there's so many things that are coalescing and coming together. And uh, the cherry on uh, the cow pie Sunday is the fact that next year is a presidential election year. So... uh, if you've got marshmallows and some, uh, you know, chocolate and some graham crackers, let's just say uh, you'll be able to make s'mores because of uh, all, all, all the fires and disenchantment. And the, oh, look at people. They're so unhappy. It will begin with an internal revolution. I know. Somebody said it back in 84. Oh, and coincidentally... Because I I keep track of these things. I'm not into numerology. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'm not into astrology. Uh, I I know that this this is the new uh, pet hobby of a lot of Christians is astrology, which I will tell you this. Next year, 2024, marks 40 years on the dot since uh, my grandfather received his revelation for America. That's one generation. That's, that, that's how God parcels out generations. 40 years on the dot. And everything I'm seeing is telling me that next year is going to get very interesting. The expansion of Biden's catch and release network DHS officials told NBC News, will apply to border crossers and illegal aliens who they say will be vetted, I'm sure. Every single person that's coming in is being vetted, is going to be vetted. Uh, uh, Just so you understand how vetted they are. (laughs) This is a report from Chicago, from Illinois. You can't get more commie than Illinois. Unless you were to resurrect Stalin, you can't get more commie than Illinois. Those people have lost their minds, and not all of them, because you have the the outskirts of of Illinois, the people that are farmers. But Chicago is so big and overwhelming that it doesn't matter how they vote. If if the people in the cities turn out, uh, it's overwhelming. But even Chicago now is going, uh, un momento, por favor. Migrants arrive in sanctuary city, Chicago, with cold, pink eye, and COVID-19. Look, I, there has to be consequences to your stupidity. I get that we no longer play chess. I get that that strategy is no longer a thing. Right now, power slapping is uh, the way to go. But actions have consequences. The way you vote has repercussions. Oh, and and by the way, uh, (laughs) 
Oh, there's so much to get to. Uh, Gavin Newsom saw the tally of what it would cost for reparations, and he decided no. Uh, I, I guess nobody's getting their $2 million. So uh, all, all those vacation plans. Border crossers and illegal aliens arriving in the sanctuary city of Chicago, Illinois, are showing up with cold, pink eye, and carrying the Chinese coronavirus, as Mayor Lori Lightfoot has declared a state of emergency. Now, you may know that until uh, the new mayor gets sworn in, uh, you know, Mayor uh, <laughs> Lightfoot, or as I, I, I refer to her, Mayor Beetlejuice, uh, is still in power. And you're thinking to yourself, phew, at least the people of Chicago are getting their act right. Well, surprisingly or unsurprisingly, depending on how you look at it, the guy replacing her is more of a commie than she is. I know. <gasps> Who'd have thunk it? So uh, even though I'm only like an hour and a half away, uh, Chicago, Illinois uh, is getting what it deserves. Do you want this? Hello, get some pink eye while you can. Now, we all know how pink eye is caused. My, my youngest daughter got pink eye when she was eight months old because uh, we found her in her uh, crib and she'd somehow gotten her diaper off and decided to finger paint, uh, if you know what I mean. And, and, and she got pink eye. So you know how pink eye is uh, contracted. Now, I can't, but we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna power through this. I'm going to have another sip of coffee, but we're going to power through this. Since August 2022, more than 8,000 border crossers and illegal aliens have arrived in Chicago, mostly bust in from the United States-Mexico border. Now, let, let, let's, let's just do some numbers here. They're at 10,000 people a day crossing into the U.S. via Texas, Arizona, etc. Chicago only got 8,000 people bust in and they've already declared a state of emergency. How do you think the people in Texas, the ones that are living in the towns right across from the Mexican border are, are, are surviving? What do you think is happening there? 10,000 a day compared to 8,000 total bust in. <gasps> we have a state of emergency. Dirty people with pink eye. According to the New York Times, those new arrivals to Chicago are showing up with illnesses, leaving residents with a $125 million bill by the end of next month, while state taxpayers will have to fork up $30 million. Some of the migrants, including pregnant women and small children, are ill with colds, pink eye, or COVID-19 leaving volunteers and city workers scrambling to find them health services. It's unsustainable, said Maria Hadden, a city council member who represents Rogers Park on the far north side. If 8,000 people is unsustainable in Chicago, pray tell, what of Texas and Arizona? It doesn't matter. Open up. Open your arms and accept everybody. Well, get some pink eye. Border crossers and illegal aliens arriving in Chicago are, as expected, have limited English skills and need help finding places to sleep. 
the city's social and economic issues are only being exacerbated by illegal immigration. A point of contention for residents. Whose park district is going to close down and move programming, a Chicago councilwoman told the Times. Which school is not going to be able to do summer programming? Are we going to have to cancel some things at Navy Pier? Well, uh, roosters are coming home to roost, or the chickens are. Because, you know, uh, I guess uh, rooster is uh, too, too masculine. It's toxic. So you got to call it a chicken. The chickens are coming home to, to, to roost. Lightfoot declared a state of emergency just a couple of days before El Presidente Jose Biden ends one of the few remaining border controls known as Title 42 at the border. We've reached a breaking point today. Today, we responded to the arrival of 48 more individuals and families that needed emergency support and shelter, Lightfoot said. 48 individuals, 8,000 total. And the entire city is, is under a state of emergency. Can you, I'm not even going to repeat myself. They're in a state of emergency over that number. Hmm? What of Texas? Do you not understand the reason that, that the governor of Texas is busing people to New York and Chicago? Because, see, as long as it's not a New York or Chicago problem, they don't care. Oh, it's not our problem. Well, now it is. So let's see your faux acceptance and your faux love and your faux arms wide open to embrace the dirty. I'm, I'm waiting to see uh, Mayor Beetlejuice get pink eye. That 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 would make it all worth it. That's so mean, Michael. You should stop. I'm sorry. There are certain people that have sold themselves to the dark side. Their consciences are seared. There's enough people in the world that I can be praying for. And, uh, yeah, she's not one of them. I've already told you that a former banking regulator says, protect your cash. Um, he's, he's, he's not spinning his wheels. Look, I, I saw this, and uh, although it may... Uh, cast a negative light on my people. It's the reality of it. This is how things are done in places like Romania and Ukraine and China and others. You have to understand that the reason I was hopeful for this nation is that it wasn't like my nation. Oversight Committee. The Biden family business received over $10 million from Romania, China, for unknown work. Uh, you can't do business with people like 
Romanians or the Chinese without adopting some of their less reputable schemes, without adopting some of their mindset, without realizing that if you want to retain control and if you want to retain power, doing what they do works really, really well. So first you target your political opponents. Every time a new administration comes into power in Romania, members of the old administration get sent to prison. It's the way it works, without fail. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if they were moral or amoral. You, you find something on them, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Because that's the way they can retain power. You destroy your political opposition. Therefore, you remain in power. From uh, November 2015 to May 2017, Bladon Enterprises paid Robinson Walker LLC over $3 million, U.S. Bladon Enterprises is reported to be uh, Gabriel Popovich's uh, Cypriot company that he used to conduct business in Romania. Uh, apparently, this man had a case against him, and uh, he was trying to, uh, I'm not going to say the word bribe, uh, but incentivize uh, then a vice president, uh, Jose Biden, uh, to intervene on his behalf. The reason I bring this up is because there is video of uh, then uh, Vice President Joe Biden bragging about how he got a prosecutor in the Ukraine fired for looking into his son's uh, oil business. Look, this man is not harmless. He's not inoffensive. He's cruel and vindictive, even at an old age where the best he can do is mumble two words and change his diaper. Prosecutor, who was following the law, got his life utterly destroyed because Joe Biden demanded it in order for them to get a billion dollars. Look, there are patterns that you can rightly see. And my thing isn't, oh my goodness, can you believe corruption? Yes, I can believe corruption. I know how that system works back in Eastern Europe. I know that, you know, you you, got to grease some palms. But my issue is with the fact that he knowingly got innocent people and turned their lives upside down in order for his crack addict son to be able to make a little coin because hey you know 10 percent for the big guy click click so if you think it's all fun and games and innocent if you think well you know the orange man nobody's a saint in this picture but one of them is callous enough to destroy the lives of people on a whim for money. I want that prosecutor fired. Or you don't get the billion. 
Well, you can't do that. Pick up the phone and call Obama. Obama's going to back my play. It's, it's still on the Internet. They tried to scrub it, but you can't scrub something like that. This is how much of a buffoon this man is. Because most vindictive people are buffoons at heart. He was bragging about it. I circumvented the law. I destroyed the life and reputation of a decent human being for my crack addict son. Ha ha. And I used the U.S. government and its power as a lever to do it. But hey, kids, four more years. <laughs> See, we're not even going to have time to get into like uh, church news. Because uh, Andy Stanley's doubling down on his love of, of uh, all things unbiblical. Worship leader, popular, I know. Because aren't they all? A- anytime they sing songs that are so ambiguous, you don't know if they're singing it to their girlfriend or to God, they, they get popular. Uh, what, what was it? I, I don't even remember what church I was in. I, and it wasn't even like one of these liberal states. I think it was either... Montana or North Carolina, where the first song that the worship team sang was, I want to feel you deep inside me. And it was a lady, I'm like, what is going on? Never a mention of Jesus or the Holy Spirit. These were the words. And I'm still marked by it after all this time. Well, guess what? She was a pioneer because popular worship leader, Charles David Moore, says he wants to create mainstream songs about sex and relationships because that's what worship leaders do they don't glorify the name of christ no they write songs about sin (sighs) this is where we are so I I know that some of you are holding out hope. Woo woo, 2024. Um, mm. Just prepare for disappointment is the best thing I can tell you. And that's all just in case that they don't start war yet. Because that is a very real possibility. Uh, Mr. Uh, Zelensky has declared that Russia will soon get an unpleasant surprise regarding their invasion of Ukraine. Uh, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has reportedly made an ominous statement regarding the future of the Ukraine war, saying that the invading Russians will soon experience an unpleasant surprise regarding the conflict. Uh, What are we sending them? I know we just, what, another billion plus, because it's only paper. Uh, but uh, what are we sending them as far as weapons? Uh, how, how many U.S. citizens are currently uh, boots on the ground? Because you can only push so far before the other side pushes back, is that's that's the only thing I'm going to say. I'm not going to get into this. Well, no. Push a man into a corner and you keep poking at him. Hmm. It comes as the current Russian offensive against the city of Bakhmut 
appears to falter slightly. I yes, because propaganda's propaganda. Oh, they're losing. Remember when when this was supposed to be over? What a year ago now? Two months in, it's over. The, the Russians are going home with a bloody lip and bloody noses. I, I guess not. Uh, it comes as the current offensive against the city of Bakhmut appears to falter slightly with forces loyal to the Putin administration now engaged in significant political infighting over preferential treatment and the availability of vital ammo supplies. According to a report by Juronius, it is in this climate that Zelensky is planning a counterattack against the invading forces, though he kept the exact timing and nature of the planned assault close to his chest. Well, he should have had Geraldo Rivera come to the Ukraine. I mean, Geraldo would have drawn a map. And we're here. We're going to attack here in 36 minutes. Remember that? That was funny. Uh, I am not ready to communicate with you to say when we will be advancing, he, say, he reportedly said, because to some extent this prepares the enemy. And therefore, I would like it to be an unpleasant surprise, not the other way around. Uh, I don't know that this is a good idea, but then again, I'm not in charge. So uh, what more can I do but brew some icky coffee and talk to you? Um And on top of all this, you have people snapping at faster and faster rates. People, people just going postal, people losing their stuff over the slightest of things. People pulling guns on people because they, they hit their car with a shopping cart. And the more the pressure grows... And the more the instability grows, and the more people find themselves out of jobs, unable to support their families, this, this powder keg will continue to grow and expand. And when the powder keg finally goes boom, um, you, you you don't want to be near the blast radius. I, that's the best way I can put it. This isn't. I'm not even going to joke about it. This isn't American prophetic. But there there is an anger that's bubbling throughout this nation. It's not, and it's not oh, whites against uh, Mexicans. It's not. It's not. It's not a racial issue. It's it's haves and have nots. It's the people on top taking more and more from the people on bottom because they're trying to constrict it so that there's no middle. And people are getting angry. If you happen to need some sort of medication, if you have prescriptions that you haven't filled because you thought you had time, uh, the, the next thing that you're going to be experiencing is drug shortages. Do with that what you will. If you're on a prescription, fill your prescription. 
because uh, a secret White House team is beginning to tackle drug shortages, meaning they're going to do absolutely nothing. As U.S. drug shortages hit a five-year high and concerns mount about the safety of medicines, the Biden administration has quietly assembled a team to address chronic problems hurting America's drug supply. Yes. You've done so well with everything else. Tackle this one now. Since the beginning of the year, a group of White House officials have been meeting frequently to increase the availability and quality of medications according to several people familiar with the matter. The effort has intensified as Americans struggle to find common drugs like antibiotics amid high-profile safety lapses like deadly eye drops. The Biden administration first set its sights on drug shortages and quality issues in 2021 and look at the progress they've made this is why you can sleep tight dream of rainbows and unicorns because they're on the job they've been on the job since 2021 and it's only gotten worse i look i i don't like joking about these things but sometimes a a a little mirth is good because otherwise we'd be like uh, it's it's just it's it's so dark and the future of the nation not not your individual future but then the future of the nation is grim by any objective measure and the people that are in control are willing to sacrifice your safety they're willing to sacrifice your well-being. They're willing to sacrifice your source of income. They're willing to sacrifice your life in order to retain power. So if we have to burn a couple more cities come June, they will. If we have to bludgeon a few old ladies with baseball bats, they will. Because power is the only thing they know. It's, it's the only currency they trade in. And the consequences of their actions, to them at least, are irrelevant because if they can retain power, they'll never have to suffer the consequences of their actions. Isn't that a trick? We're going to do a bunch of illegal stuff in order to stay in power so that we don't have to pay for the illegal stuff we did. Hmm? This is where we are. Next week, chances are it will get worse. But for now, uh, wherever you are, enjoy the sunshine. Vitamin D is good for you. Go outside. Take a few breaths. Uh, Behold God's creation without the graffiti, without homeless people, without having to hopscotch over needles and human feces. Just just go somewhere where there are trees and grass and breathe in. Uh, if, if you happen to be next to someone with pink eye, though, just make sure you don't touch them. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you for being with us. May God bless you. May God keep you. And Gino, if you've got anything to say. Thank you, Mike. I totally agree. Get out there and enjoy the beauty of nature. But, you know, 
what Mike said about the worship guy, the worship leader, you know, wanting to put out songs about sex and sex and, and relationships and all that. You think about it, in the last days, men will what? Be traitors. Traitors of the faith. And I would urge anyone that's in Christian music and worship, and Dimitri Dudeman and uh, loved when we traveled with him. He loved worship and praise. But I promise you, in the world of the martyrs, Wormbrandts and Dudemans and others that suffered for the faith, a lot of what we call worship today and, and themes of, of music like Mike mentioned would never be used at their meetings. You know, men of God that really know God want songs and music that honor God. And, that, and I'll go further than that. Uh, they are not into celebrity Christianity. They're all about honoring Christ, doing what we do to honor Jesus. Um, I'm thankful that, at least as a songwriter, and I traveled with Mike for over 18 years doing music with for him when he did his meetings, my goal is always to try to just honor Christ. And anyone listening to this, I pray that at your church, that's what the worship leaders will do. There is a bunch of people today that think you can cross over and be accepted by the world and loved by the world, start out in gospel music, go into the world's music, but that's being a traitor of the faith. So with that, thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. God bless you and have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are